the Bible, the most unique book in all of human history. It claims to be divine in origin, and it delivers a message that, if true, affects every human being on the planet Earth, in this life, and in whatever awaits us when this life is over. The Bible is unique in its survival. Over the past 2,000 years, no other book has been subjected to the intense scrutiny that the Bible has endured. Generations of linguists, historians, and archaeologists have explored the details of the Bible's production and tested the accuracy of its transmission to us today. Critics and foes have come and gone. Problems have been raised and solved, and still the Bible stands. Totally alone in the degree of its historical accuracy and reliability. The Bible is also unique in foretelling future events. The Old Testament alone contains over 2,000 specific predictions about people, cities, nations, and empires. Predictions made hundreds of years before being perfectly fulfilled in history. The Bible is unique in its influence. It's been called the fountainhead of Western civilization and is by far the most quoted text in America's founding documents. Millions of men, women, and children from every station and walk of life have felt the liberating, redeeming power of this book of books, and their changed lives have changed the world and the course of history. The Bible Live with Soapy Dollar is your opportunity to hear this unique book, the entire Bible, every year. Now, here's the host of The Bible Live, Soapy Dollar. And here we are in the house. Thank you, folks, for joining us tonight for the Bible Live broadcast. We're coming up to the end of not only a book, but to an entire section of the Bible, the opening section, of, particularly of the Old Testament, called the Books of the Law, the Torah, the Pentateuch, a number of different names given to these five books, uh, believed to have been written by Moses as the people of Israel wandered in the wilderness during that 40-year period, Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers and Deuteronomy, we are finishing up the book of Deuteronomy tomorrow night, then we'll be going back to the New Testament. We have completed the reading of the first book of the New Testament, the Gospel of Matthew, during the Christmas holidays. We'll be going back to pick up there now with the second of the four gospel presentations, these portraits of Jesus the Messiah, written by four eyewitness followers of Jesus. We'll be picking up with the Gospel of Mark, who is writing down essentially the observations and comments of Peter. We'll explain it more fully when we get into the Gospel of Mark on Wednesday of this week. But for this evening, we'll be going toward the final chapters of the book of Deuteronomy. These are the five books of the law, God presenting his directions, his guidelines for the people of Israel. If you didn't know, there are actually four major sections, some say five, of the Old Testament. You have the books of the law, then you have the books of history, the experiences of the people of Israel under the leadership of Joshua as they enter the promised land, and then the time of the judges. Uh, we have that little story of Ruth, Samuel, Kings, Chronicle. These are considered books of history. Then you have Job, Psalms, Proverbs, and Ecclesiastes, and Song of Solomon as books of poetry. And then, you, of course, you had the prophets, both major and minor prophets. Those are the sections of the Old Testament. And we'll be finishing up that first section here tomorrow evening. 
tonight, though, we'll start at Deuteronomy chapter 28. Right now, though, let's go to our Wisdom and Worship segment, Psalm 40. We're going to take it in two sections. Doing God's will sometimes means waiting patiently. But while we wait, we can love God, serve others, and tell others about Him. The Bible Life. Psalm 40, verses 1 through 8. I waited patiently for the Lord to help me, and He turned to me and heard my cry. He lifted me out of the pit of despair, out of the mud and the mire. He set my feet on solid ground and steadied me as I walked along. He has given me a new song to sing, a hymn of praise to our God. Many will see what He has done and be astounded. They will put their trust in the Lord. Oh, the joys of those who trust the Lord, who have no confidence in the proud or in those who worship idols. O oh Lord, my God, you have done many miracles for us. Your plans for us are too numerous to list. If I tried to recite all your wonderful deeds, I would never come to the end of them. You take no delight in sacrifices or offerings. Now that you have made me listen, I finally understand. You don't require burnt offerings or sin offerings. Then I said, Look, I have come, and this has been written about me in your scroll. I take joy in doing your will, my God, for your law is written on my heart. End of reading, Psalm 40, verses 1 through 8. Listening to the Bible live with Soapy Dollar. Deuteronomy, a series of messages, four or five messages that Moses is delivering to the people of Israel, camped on the east side of the River Jordan just across now from the promised land, from Canaan. They're preparing for war. So you can imagine this is a very tense time, the somber time. People will die. You can imagine the moment. And Moses, who has been their leader for all of this 40-year period, Moses is preparing to die, actually. He's 120 years old. And he is delivering this final dramatic message to the people, not only reviewing their history with God, the covenant relationship with him from the time of Mount Sinai, but also reviewing the blessings and the curses, the consequences that are going to happen if they obey God and the consequences if they disobey, what is going to happen to them. He's going to go into this section tonight dramatically calling them, challenging them, to choose life, to choose to follow God and obey their God here on the Bible Live. Deuteronomy 28, 20 through 31, 8. Deuteronomy 28. The Lord himself will send against you curses, confusion, and disillusionment in everything you do until at last you are completely destroyed for doing evil and forsaking me. The Lord will send diseases among you until none of you are left in the land you are about to enter and occupy the Lord will strike you with wasting disease, fever and inflammation, with scorching heat and drought, and with blight and mildew. These devastations will pursue you until you die. The skies above will be as unyielding as bronze, and the earth beneath will be as hard as iron. 
The Lord will turn your rain into sand and dust, and it will pour down from the sky until you are destroyed. The Lord will cause you to be defeated by your enemies. You will attack your enemies from one direction, but you will scatter from them in seven. You will be an object of horror to all the kingdoms of the earth. Your dead bodies will be food for the birds and wild animals, and no one will be there to chase them away. The Lord will afflict you with the boils of Egypt and with tumors, scurvy, and the itch from which you cannot be cured. The Lord will strike you with madness, blindness, and panic. You will grope around in broad daylight just like a blind person groping in the darkness, and you will not succeed at anything you do. You will be oppressed and robbed continually, and no one will come to save you. You will be engaged to a woman, but another man will ravish her. You will build a house, but someone else will live in it. You will plant a vineyard, but you will never enjoy its fruit. Your ox will be butchered before your eyes, but you won't get a single bite of the meat. Your donkey will be driven away, never to be returned. Your sheep will be given to your enemies, and no one will be there to help you. You will watch as your sons and daughters are taken away as slaves. Your heart will break as you long for them, but nothing you do will help. A foreign nation you have never heard about will eat the crops you work so hard to grow. You will suffer under constant oppression and harsh treatment. You will go mad because of all the tragedy around you. The Lord will cover you from head to foot with incurable boils. The Lord will exile you and the king you crowned to a nation unknown to you and your ancestors. Then in exile you will worship gods of wood and stone. You will become an object of horror, a proverb, and a mockery among all the nations to which the Lord sends you. You will plant much, but harvest little. For locusts will eat your crops. You will plant vineyards and care for them, but you will not drink the wine or eat the grapes. For worms will destroy the vines. You will grow olive trees throughout your land, but you will never use the olive oil, for the trees will drop the fruit before it is ripe. You will have sons and daughters, but you will not keep them, for they will be led away into captivity. Swarms of insects will destroy your trees and crops. The foreigners living among you will become stronger and stronger, while you become weaker and weaker. They will lend money to you, not you to them. They will be the head, and you will be the tail. This is the Bible Live with Soapy Dollar. If you refuse to listen to the Lord your God and to obey the commands and laws He has given you, all these curses will pursue and overtake you until you are destroyed. These horrors will serve as a sign and warning among you and your descendants forever. Because you have not served the Lord your God with joy and enthusiasm for the abundant benefits you have received, you will serve your enemies whom the Lord will send against you. You will be left hungry, thirsty, naked, and lacking in everything. They will oppress you harshly until you are destroyed. The Lord will bring a distant nation against you from the end of the earth, and it will swoop down on you like an eagle. It is a nation whose language you do not understand, a fierce and heartless nation that shows no respect for the old and no pity for the young. Its armies will devour your livestock and crops, and you will starve to death. They will leave you no grain, new wine, olive oil, calves, or lambs, bringing about your destruction. They will lay siege to your cities until all the fortified walls in your land the walls you trusted to protect you are knocked down. They will attack all the towns in the land the Lord your God has given you. The siege will be so severe that you will eat the flesh of your own sons and daughters, whom the Lord your God has given you. The most tender-hearted man among you will have no compassion for his own brother, his beloved wife, and his surviving children. He will refuse to give them a share of the flesh he is devouring, the flesh of one of his own children. 
because he has nothing else to eat during the siege that your enemy will inflict on all your towns. The most tender and delicate woman among you, so delicate she would not so much as touch her feet to the ground, will be cruel to the husband she loves and to her own son or daughter. She will hide from them the afterbirth and the new baby she has born, so that she herself can secretly eat them. She will have nothing else to eat during the siege and terrible distress that your enemy will inflict on all your towns. If you refuse to obey all the terms of this law that are written in this book, and if you do not fear the glorious and awesome name of the Lord your God, then the Lord will overwhelm both you and your children with indescribable plagues. These plagues will be intense and without relief, making you miserable and unbearably sick. He will bring against you all the diseases of Egypt that you feared so much, and they will claim you. The Lord will bring against you every sickness and plague there is, even those not mentioned in this book of the law, until you are destroyed. Though you are as numerous as the stars in the sky, few of you will be left because you would not listen to the Lord your God. Just as the Lord has found great pleasure in helping you to prosper and multiply, the Lord will find pleasure in destroying you until you disappear from the land you are about to enter and occupy. For the Lord will scatter you among all the nations from one end of the earth to the other. There you will worship foreign gods that neither you nor your ancestors have known, gods made of wood and stone. There among those nations you will find no place of security and rest, and the Lord will cause your heart to tremble, your eyesight to fail, and your soul to despair. Your lives will hang in doubt, you will live night and day in fear, with no reason to believe that you will see the morning light. In the morning you will say, if only it were night, and in the evening you will say, if only it were morning. You will say this because of your terror at the awesome horrors you see around you. Then the Lord will send you back to Egypt in ships, a journey I promised you would never again make. There you will offer to sell yourselves to your enemies as slaves, but no one will want to buy you. This is the Bible Live with Soapy Dollar. Deuteronomy 29. These are the terms of the covenant the Lord commanded Moses to make with the Israelites while they were in the land of Moab, in addition to the covenant he had made with them at Mount Sinai. Moses summoned all the Israelites and said to them, You have seen with your own eyes everything the Lord did in Egypt to Pharaoh and all his servants and his whole country, all the great tests of strength, the miraculous signs, and the amazing wonders. But to this day the Lord has not given you minds that understand, nor eyes that see, nor ears that hear. For forty years I led you through the wilderness, yet your clothes and sandals did not wear out. You had no bread or wine or other strong drink, but he gave you food so you would know that he is the Lord your God. When we came here, King Sihon of Heshbon and King Og of Bashan came out to fight against us, but we defeated them. We took their land and gave it to the tribes of Reuben and Gad and to the half-tribe of Manasseh as their inheritance. Therefore, obey the terms of this covenant so that you will prosper in everything you do. All of you, your tribal leaders, your judges, your officers, all the men of Israel, are standing today before the Lord your God. With you are your little ones, your wives, and the foreigners living among you who chop your wood and carry your water. You are standing here today to enter into a covenant with the Lord your God. The Lord is making this covenant with you today, and He has sealed it with an oath. He wants to confirm you today as His people, and to confirm that He is your God, just as He promised you, and as He swore to your ancestors Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, 
But you are not the only ones with whom the Lord is making this covenant with its obligations. The Lord your God is making this covenant with you who stand in his presence today and also with all future generations of Israel. Surely you remember how we lived in the land of Egypt and how we traveled through the lands of enemy nations as we left. You have seen their detestable idols made of wood, stone, silver, and gold. The Lord made this covenant with you so that no man, woman, family, or tribe among you would turn away from the Lord our God to worship these gods of other nations, and so that no root among you would bear bitter and poisonous fruit. Let none of those who hear the warnings of this curse consider themselves immune, thinking, I am safe even though I am walking in my own stubborn way. This would lead to utter ruin. The Lord will not pardon such people. His anger and jealousy will burn against them. All the curses written in this book will come down on them, and the Lord will erase their names from under heaven. The Lord will separate them from all the tribes of Israel to pour out on them all the covenant curses recorded in this book of the law. Then the generations to come, both your own descendants and the foreigners who come from distant lands, will see the devastation of the land and the diseases the Lord will send against it. They will find its soil turned into sulfur and salt, with nothing planted and nothing growing, not even a blade of grass. It will be just like Sodom and Gomorrah, Admah and Zeboim, which the Lord destroyed in his anger. The surrounding nations will ask, Why has the Lord done this to his land? Why is he so angry? And they will be told, This happened because the people of the land broke the covenant they made with the Lord, the God of their ancestors, when he brought them out of the land of Egypt. They turned to serve and worship other gods that were foreign to them, gods that the Lord had not designated for them. That is why the Lord's anger burned against this land, bringing down on it all the curses recorded in this book. In great anger and fury, the Lord uprooted his people from their land and exiled them to another land where they still live today. There are secret things that belong to the Lord our God, but the revealed things belong to us and our descendants forever, so that we may obey these words of the law. This is the Bible Live with Soapy Dollar. Deuteronomy 30. Suppose all these things happen to you, the blessings and the curses I have listed, and you meditate on them as you are living among the nations to which the Lord your God has exiled you. If at that time you return to the Lord your God, and you and your children begin wholeheartedly to obey all the commands I have given you today, then the Lord your God will restore your fortunes. He will have mercy on you and gather you back from all the nations where he has scattered you. Though you are at the ends of the earth, the Lord your God will go and find you and bring you back again. He will return you to the land that belonged to your ancestors, and you will possess that land again. He will make you even more prosperous and numerous than your ancestors. The Lord your God will cleanse your heart and the hearts of all your descendants, so that you will love him with all your heart and soul and so you may live. The Lord your God will inflict all these curses on your enemies and persecutors. Then you will again obey the Lord and keep all the commands I am giving you today. The Lord your God will make you successful in everything you do. He will give you many children and numerous livestock, and your fields will produce abundant harvest. For the Lord will delight in being good to you as he was to your ancestors. The Lord your God will delight in you if you obey his voice and keep the commands and laws written in this book of the law, and if you turn to the Lord your God with all your heart and soul. This command I am giving you today is not too difficult for you to understand or perform. It is not up in heaven so distant that you must ask, Who will go to heaven and bring it down so we can hear and obey it? 
It is not beyond the sea so far away that you must ask, Who will cross the sea to bring it to us so we can hear and obey it? The message is very close at hand. It is on your lips and in your heart so that you can obey it. Now listen. Today I am giving you a choice between prosperity and disaster, between life and death. I have commanded you today to love the Lord your God and to keep His commands, laws, and regulations by walking in His ways. If you do this, you will live and become a great nation, and the Lord your God will bless you and the land you are about to enter and occupy. But if your heart turns away and you refuse to listen, and if you are drawn away to serve and worship other gods, then I warn you now that you will certainly be destroyed. You will not live a long good life in the land you are crossing the Jordan to occupy. Today I have given you the choice between life and death, between blessing and curses, I call on heaven and earth to witness the choice you make. Oh, that you would choose life, that you and your descendants might live. Choose to love the Lord your God and to obey Him and commit yourself to Him, for He is your life. Then you will live long in the land the Lord swore to give to your ancestors, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. This is the Bible Live with Soapy Dollar. Deuteronomy 31. When Moses had finished saying these things to all the people of Israel, he said, I am now 120 years old and am no longer able to lead you. The Lord has told me that I will not cross the Jordan River. But the Lord your God himself will cross over ahead of you. He will destroy the nations living there, and you will take possession of the land. Joshua is your new leader, and he will go with you just as the Lord promised. The Lord will destroy the nations living in the land, just as he destroyed Sihon and Og, the kings of the Amorites. The Lord will hand over to you the people who live there, and you will deal with them as I have commanded you. Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid of them. The Lord your God will go ahead of you. He will neither fail you nor forsake you. Then Moses called for Joshua, and as all Israel watched, he said to him, Be strong and courageous, for you will lead these people into the land that the Lord swore to give their ancestors. You are the one who will deliver it to them as their inheritance. Do not be afraid or discouraged, for the Lord is the one who goes before you. He will be with you. He will neither fail you nor forsake you. End of reading Deuteronomy 28, 20 through 31, 8. The crowd is kind and quick to pull you. to God's talk show, The Bible Live. You make me want to be brave. What a message there, especially as we see the people of Israel, the situation they're in, waiting there on the east side of the Jordan River with Jericho, the mighty city of Jericho, just on the other side of the Jordan this land filled with people groups that they're going to enter into battle with them to move them out. It's got to be a serious time of preparation, mental, emotional, spiritual preparation, of course, even physically preparing themselves for the test of battle that will take place. 
Moses is speaking to them, this series of speeches he's giving to them. So interesting to me in so many of these occasions that in the time of battle, the thought is not about getting your weapons together, your sword sharpened and your spears and your arrows and all of that getting prepared. But he's talking to them about their heart, their spiritual well-being, not about their physical or their military preparedness. Very interesting, is it not? Moses spends this time now preparing the people spiritually because that is the key to their success. Not their military, not their weapons, not their prowess with the weapons. It was their heart to follow after God. That was the important thing. That's a great lesson for us today. We think of our economy. We think of our weapons. We think of all of these things that we're depending upon. But God calls us, particularly the people of God, because those of us who know God and follow the Lord, he calls us to get our hearts right with him to experience his blessing, his provision for our lives. Remember this covenant. It's a combination of earthly covenant with the people of Israel. There's an earthly aspect to it that God is going to protect them. He's going to preserve them. And he's going to use them as an instrument of revelation of himself to the surrounding nations. That's part of the blessing if they will follow him and obey him. They leave the covenant, but there's a spiritual aspect that God continues, especially by bringing the Messiah through their lineage, through the people of Israel. In this summary message, Moses is trying to sum up all of the passion and all of the insight he has about these blessings and curses, encouraging the people with all of his might to follow God, to obey the Lord. One of the curses was for those who rejected God, they would go mad from seeing all the tragedy around them. And I was thinking about the times in which we're living today in America. Do you ever feel that you're going to go crazy if you hear just one more news story about crime, one more attack, one more kidnapping, one more murder, one more war? Much of the world's evil is a result of people's failure to acknowledge and serve God. So when we hear the bad news, don't go groaning and helplessly and don't go crazy. Just come back to the Lord. Soapy Dollar, Soapy Reads from the New Living Translation by Tyndall House Publishers. The Bible Live is dedicated to helping promote spiritual revival across America. And your prayers and financial support are needed. Please mail your tax-deductible gift to the Bible Live Post Office Box 18888. That's The Bible Live, P.O. Box 18888, San Antonio, Texas, 78218. You may also make credit card donations at the ministry website, thebiblelive.com. Now don't forget, join us each weekday for The Bible Live with Soapy Dollar. Start today and in one year's time, we will read and respond together to the entire Bible. Let the most important word you hear each day be God's word.